Hello, hello, hello. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> hello, ayo. How are you? I'm fine, and you? I'm good, good, good. This network will not fail me. This connection will work perfectly. So, amen. Amen. Yes. I think I hear you very well now, so I'm secured. Okay, so can you hear me very well? Yes, I can. Oh, great. So, um, we're good. Yes, you're welcome to Conversations with ILB. So this is like episode nine that I'll be having. Wow. <laughs> Yay. Wow. All thanks to you. So <laughs> you are the ginger in this swagger of mine. If not, well, if not for you telling me to help you with this uh, uh, on this podcast, I won't have even thought of doing one. So I should be the one thanking you. Actually, I should be the one thanking you, you because yes, because you, you opened my eyes to something I wasn't considering initially, and it's a work in progress, and soon. Um, I will be launching as well. But okay. to think that you've gone this far, nine episodes already. Yay, that's that's good. Well done. <laughs> so we're just trying to perfect, you know, the whole thing. So hopefully we'll get to the promised land soon. <laughs> yes, so in so... the meantime, we are still trying to get to the promised land. Baby steps. Right, my baby steps. Mm. So, how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. So, this is a special episode for me. Mm-hmm. I love all things relationship. So, I'm a huge fan of relationship, be it friendship, be it family, be it um. Church family, beads, social family, all forms. <laughs> so, this one is very special because, you know, over the course of the years, you know, I've come to see so many things gone wrong, so many things not done right. And for several years, I actually didn't get into a relationship because I was looking at several things and just like this is not this is not right this is not so um, because of all of my time of waiting I also get got to meet you in your journey of waiting before you got got married. So um, I think Mm. the little experience (laughs) we've had so far in life, um, you have some few things to to say concerning this um, 
this episode. So actually, I didn't have a name for the episode, but I had a topic. Uh, but so now I have a name for it. <laughs> so I'll call it the, the waiting room. So whatever that is, you get to find out in the course of our discussion. Mm. <laughs> uh, so um, okay. the waiting, what, when we say waiting, what, what, what are we actually saying when we are saying waiting in terms of, um, oh, I didn't even say what the topic is. The topic is what to do while you're waiting as a single person. So what are we saying when we're saying waiting? What's, what's this waiting all about? So can you just um, help our audience with um, what we're actually discussing? Okay, to my own understanding, I would, <laughs> I would try and I believe, well, most of the listeners might act, would actually know what we mean or what we are talking about when we say waiting, but I would just put it in simple terms and say, um, when a single person is said to be waiting, it's usually in the context of the period you are at before the phase of marriage. So the period you... You're still single and you're actually searching <laughs> or probably not searching, but you're, you're in that period of being a single person. You're in that period of being unmarried. You're trying to prepare yourself for that phase of, of marriage. But meanwhile, you're waiting for your spouse. I think that's just the simple, that's the simple um, explanation to it. You're still single, but you're waiting for that person. Like it is popularly said amongst, you know, young folks, I'm waiting for Mr. Wright, waiting for Mrs. Wright. So you're waiting for that person who you're going to spend the rest of the life, starting from that point together. So that is the meaning of the waiting in simple terms. Okay, so waiting for Mr. Wright or Mrs. Mrs. Wright. <laughs> Interesting how uh, um, <laughs> we say we, we, are, we are waiting for Mr. Wright, but um, I, I really mm-hmm. don't want to jump to <laughs> jump ahead of myself. But the truth is, so many times we, we feel or we think that we are waiting but we are not actually doing anything. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a way you can not mm-hmm. actually be waiting. You're just there. We are not. You are saying you're waiting, yeah. but you're just there. Yeah. So um, it's supposed to yes. be like some things that you are meant to be doing when you are waiting. So um, those are those are actually things we are looking at. Mm-hmm. So. What are the things that we're supposed to be doing while we're waiting as single people? I know you are married now, so why why you were single? What were those things that you were looking out for in a guy? Say, okay, not yourself this time. Okay, you're waiting. What were those things that you're looking out for? Like, I want to get into a relationship. This is what I'm looking at. 
this guy must be this, check, this, check, this, check. Okay. Um, initially, when you started, you were, you were saying that you are very passionate about anything, relationship and all that. But I didn't want to interrupt you <laughs> because I wanted to say, oh, that oh, makes it two of us. Um, someone that... <laughs> I said, oh, that's said, great. <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm someone that from a very young age, I've been, I don't know, I've been, I've been very keen about relationship, about marriage. You know, growing up, you hear a lot of things, you see a lot of things, and it just forms um, the decision. Like, you, you, you've just made up your mind from that point in time that, oh, this is what I want for myself. This is how I want, you know, um, things to go for me. I don't want to mess up in this area and all that. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's, it has happened to you before. So it's um, exactly. So it's something that, you know, I've always been, I've always been, um, it has always been on my mind. And growing up as a teenager and all that, I... I've always been praying since then. I've always been praying about my marriage. I pray about my husband. I pray about my children and all that. And, you know, for some people then, we were like folks that we, we were together then. Some people just think like, oh, you are, <laughs> you are jumping the gun. Get to this point before you even start worrying yourself, giving yourself <laughs> unnecessary headache. And I'm like, see, I am... I am praying into my future. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't care when it's going to happen, but I just, you know, I'm just keen about this and I'm praying about it already. So you asked what I was looking out for in a, in a, um, in a spouse and all that. Well, to be honest, you know, every one of us as human beings, we have yeah. what we call our spec. <laughs> it's not... Yes, it's, it's not just it's not just yeah. restricted to the guys, the ladies too. Just you know, there's a point in our lives and we're like, oh, this is what I want. You know, the general spec most ladies have now, tall, dark, <laughs> and handsome, and all that. You know, so everyone has <laughs> everyone has this spec and all. But I don't know. For me, I'll I'll speak for myself. I think it just gets to a point in your life that you know, you know, as we grow, we get older. And we become yeah. exposed to different things and we have different experiences. We just become wiser. And we know that, see, there's more to certain things. There's more to life. There's more to marriage. There's more to a lot of things than this, you know, what we, what we did them, the, the temporal things we actually tie into them. So I would say that over time, I came to realize that beyond um, the physical, the physical um, appearance that as human beings, we, we tend to um, base most of our decisions on, though it's important, there, there was more to it. So for me, the basic things actually was like, okay, as a child of God, I, I, I wanted a man who was also a child of God. Someone was God-fearing because that's, 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 that goes a long way. That determines a lot of things. Then someone was honest, generous yeah. for me that was like a very key um that was like a very key yes because generosity is not just about you know someone spending for you and someone giving yeah. you everything you want and all that it's it, it, it's 
at someone who generosity is from the heart is not it's 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 beyond you know just physical gratifications or gifts and all that when someone is generous when someone has a, a giving heart the person can go to any lens to actually make you happy to actually meet your needs to actually give you their time their efforts their resources and all so these were things that okay i was looking out for besides other things so yes he had to be someone who was um who, who, who was purpose driven who knew what he wanted who had family values and all that so these were things i was looking out for awesome but i was waiting so meaning that you, you actually add <laughs> so a list of what you were you were looking out for, what you wanted in that guy. So it, it wasn't just a vague. Um, I'm yes. looking out or I'm waiting for my my boys or my Naomi, but the situation of I know the kind of boys I'm looking at. So it has to be this way. Or yes. it has to meet this criteria I've actually outlined. So you had a picture, a list. Okay, this is what I'm looking at. Yes. So guys, you add there should be something you're looking out for in that person. So while you're waiting, it does not wait for anybody, but you have a picture of the kind of person you're looking out for. So that brings me to <laughs> That brings us to this question. <laughs> so, in as much as you've had your your list, okay, were you actually looking at um, boxing yourself to just or just sticking with that idea of this is the list or the list that you had in mind is actually something that can evolve it's not like it's static but it can evolve so was your decision based on this is it has to be this way and nothing else or it can be this way but if God says otherwise or if God brings something outside this um, spec that I have in mind, I can still look at it and say, okay, I can still go on this journey. Because sometimes I think um, mm -hmm. for me, I've come to realize that this box that we've put ourselves, or oh, you're married, what am I saying? We, that I had single people have put <laughs> So, <laughs> this box, I think we will put themselves where they feel okay. Um, I have this idea of my guy or my babe, so it has to be this or nothing else. Is that a myth or a fact for you? Hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, I, I don't think I'll, I would answer that last part of the question. I don't know if I, I should say it's a myth or a fact. But um, what I'm going to say is that, well, there's room for okay. one to be open-minded. 
so long as yes so long as the the um ideals you have in mind like the this spec now in terms of spec i know we are not talking about just um the things the um physical spec the abstract yes the abstract also come to play so in terms of spec so long whatever it is that is a bit different from the things we already had in mind is not outside of what god will yeah. approve i don't know if you get me yes so if for instance i have it in mind that okay i um I have it in mind that okay no it's not even i have it in mind it's like it's like it's like top on my list that oh i have to i have to marry a believer i have to marry someone who is um who is um who is compassionate um in, in, in someone who has a who is able to have a hold on his emotions for me these are things that are very crucial because um emotional intelligence very keen in 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 a relationship let alone marriage we've seen and we've heard a lot of cases of abuse which i believe stems out of people's inability to actually manage their emotions so there are some things for me that i think they are key and there are other things that i believe um there's room for one to be open minded i'm trying to think of instances okay um okay let me use let me just use myself as an example i um i won't go into much detail but for me i was this kind of person that i wasn't a fan of a long distance relationship one i wasn't a fan of um of someone introducing someone to me <laughs> i didn't even understand I, I, i wanted to be the one to i meet this person we meet ourselves okay talk to me and all that and right <laughs> but as it will happen i, I there, there are so many instances like that and i resisted i as I, i built a strong resistance like see i am not doing i am not interested i'm not i'm not for this and all that even my marriage when i i, I initially met my husband he was like long distance relationship i'm not doing cross <laughs> that just leave me <laughs> the way i am i can't deal and all that but over time you know i realized that i had to be more more open minded i had to um i had to consider i had to look if this could actually work and look at the way i am today <laughs> so this was you know this this was like i had I had my own ideas of how I wanted my relationship to be, how I wanted it to go. And if anybody had told me like some years back that okay, it is true this means I was going to actually meet my husband, I would say no. The, me being the kind of person I am, it wasn't going to work. So I I there's room for being open-minded as long as it does not negate what is right or negate what God will approve of. So that's my awesome. opinion. Awesome. So you want to tilt whether to the meat side or to the fact. <laughs> you don't want to tilt towards the meat or the facts. You just want to be diplomatic about your answer, which is great. 
<laughs> great. So we've, we've done the part where the list. So what, what other thing will you say is appropriate for a single person to do while they're waiting? Okay. Um, first of all, I would like to say that for any single person who would get to listen to this, <laughs> I, I do not have a PhD in marriage counseling because I, I, and I'm, I'm still new in this, you know, in this institution. But I, I believe that even as a single person, there were a lot of things I learned and and I just, you know, I would like to share a lot of things I learned and I'm still learning and I would like to share. So one thing I, I will advise any single person in your, you're still a single, is that mm. you should be grateful. Be grateful for where you are at. Be grateful for, for your particular state of, you know, your particular state, your particular um, status. Be grateful for it. Because, you know, there are lots of things that make you a single. You have, you're, you're probably still with your family. You have a job or you're in school. You're healthy. There are a lot of things to be grateful for. Because I've seen instances of, you know, being single and you desperately want to move on to the face of being a married person. And it's just, it's like, it's either this or nothing else. I just want to get it over with. I just want to be married already. And we... We, we, we tend to um, be ungrateful. We tend to, it's, it's not like, oh, that state we are in is, is not good for us at all. We just want to move on. And if God is not answering our prayers when we need it to be answered, if this person is not coming when the person needs to come, it's like, oh, things are not working for us. It's like, oh, our prayers are not be, being answered. It's like, oh, the world is against us, which is not so. So I advise that whatever status you are right now, be grateful for it. Be appreciative to God, to those around you. Be grateful for the friends you have. Be grateful for your colleagues. You know, these are people that you have the opportunity to be with at this point in time. Marriage will take <laughs> you somewhere else. <laughs> I am a living, <laughs> I am a living example. I, <laughs> I am not opportune to be close to people I used to be, you know, proximity, we still, yes, we still talk on phone, we still relate and all that, but distance came to play and there's nothing I could do about it. You know, you may not, you may have to leave your job, you may have to leave certain things and all. So just be grateful for where you are because um, when you're grateful for one thing, like there's this, um, there's this um, proverb that Yoruba says. I don't. I, I'm not even sure. I don't know if it's it is is an excerpt from the Bible, but it's like, oh, someone who is thankful for um, what he received today will receive something else tomorrow. So let's just be thankful to God. God will who will give you the husband yeah. or the wife will give you in due time. <laughs> so let's not look at it as if oh God, God is punishing me as God is not answering my prayer. Just be thankful. So that's one. Then another thing is that while we are while you're waiting, be endeavor to get better, yeah, yeah. improve on yourself in every aspect of life, improve on your spiritual life, your physical well-being, your social life, your intellect, and all. So just improve on yourself. You know, it may be a period whereby 
you need to draw closer to God. You need to work on on your on your relationship with God because for yeah, me that is the very, ultimate very relationship. Yeah, the ultimate relationship. It's it's a wrong belief that oh marriage will make you the happiest person on earth. No, <laughs> it's not going to make you the happiest person on earth. Your relationship with God. Yeah, exactly. You have to be happy yourself. Yeah. You have to enjoy being you before you are joined to someone, somebody else. And you know, we we yeah, find true. fulfillment in God. That's just it. Fulfillment in any aspect of our lives. It's God is the source of it. So we have to, you know, work on your relationship with God. Work on your your well being. You know, for some of some of us, some some people, you may need to exercise more. You may need to, you know. Just, you know, invest in your own well-being and all that to actually, because uh, I, from various research, it's, it's been proven that there's a way ex- exercise actually enhances you in so many ways. It enhances the way you think, it enhances, it enhances your outward appearance and all that. And that may just be what will attract <laughs> your Mr. Right or Mrs. Right to you. So that is, that is another thing. Then intellectually, Read books, you know, there are a lot of literature, Christian literature and, you know, marriage, um, books about marriages and all that. Read up, learn from different people. Though, no, no matter the number of books you may have in your library, whether it's 100 or 1,000 books on marriages, that is not a guarantee of anything. But, you know, just learn, endeavor to learn, not just regarding marriage, regarding different things. Maybe it's a skill you may need to learn. Maybe you may need to, you know, learn more about your present job and all that. Just endeavor to get better, improve on yourself, improve on your relationships. There's, other, there's, there's, there's a point I would like to make as regards okay. that. You know, a lot of people focus on, oh, I need to get married. I want to get married. My husband, I want to meet my husband. I want to meet my <laughs> wife. And at times, in that, that period when you're actually wishing to meet this person, you're forgetting that you're not just going to be meeting this person. You are also family. getting married to the family yeah. of this person. And, you know, there are people who do not actually, you know, there are some, some singles, <laughs> permit me to say, who still have this, um, me and my husband, me and my just wife. Just us alone. The family. Yes, just us alone. <laughs> they can stay. They yeah. <laughs> which, which is really not <laughs> true in reality. <laughs> exactly. So you may need to, and things like this may actually start from your home. You know, you, you, if you're that kind of person that even in your relationship with your own immediate family is not doing so well it's not so great like that it may be a good time for you to work on it you know get closer to your siblings get to be more friendly with people around you and all that because it will translate it will it will, it will immediately translate into how you relate with the family of your of your spouse so it's very important um that that that's that's about um what was I talking about? Okay, I was talking about actually relationships and all. So that's important emotionally too. We need to work on ourselves. You know, if you're the kind of person who who gets angry easily or 
you have fits of jealousy and all that. Take time to um, take a stock. Take a stock. Review your past relationships. What actually happened? You know that when relationships fail and people people are recounting what happened, sometimes you are not really honest. <laughs> you know, right? Yes, people just don't cast blames exactly. and tell, not take blames. Yeah, you tell your own side of the story. No, the people the people you are talking about has not heard the side of the other person's story, but you yeah, yourself, true. you know what actually happened. Assessment, do self assessment. No, okay, what actually, what did, what actually went wrong? Was it my fault? Was there something I could have done better? That could be just what you need to actually improve on yourself, so that the next person who comes, you know, is able to say, okay, this is the person I want. Because at times it may just be that, okay, it's not your time, right? It may be that God is working on us yeah. up. before this person comes. It may be that we just have to discover that, okay, these are areas I need to work on. Probably that is what has been, you know, been the reason for past failed relationships. And maybe not. But in all, it's, 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 there's nothing to lose in actually what's improving on yourself, trying to be a better person and all. Then another thing 